Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We have a great guest. But first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by International Coffee Farms. International Coffee Farms grows and sells specialty coffee in Boquete, Panama. They now have 11 fully operational coffee farms and they are 100% sold out. They are accepting reservations for farm number 12. The idea of owning a safe, diversified offshore investment is intriguing to you. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back here on the weekend edition. We have a great guest today. He's an educator. He's a podcast host. He's a multifamily syndicator all the way from Virginia. Welcome to the show, Whitney Sewell. Thank you very much, Victor. Pleasure to be here. Well, Whitney, you and I have got to know each other a little bit over the last little while, and uh, but most of the listeners may not know you. You're the host of the Daily Real Estate Syndication Show. Uh, so if they haven't heard you on the show, get, maybe give a little bit of your background, how you got into the world of real estate investing. Give us a bit of your origin story. Of course. So started out, uh, I was in the military and had law enforcement, and pretty quickly I, I found that uh, as much as I enjoyed law enforcement with Kentucky State Police, it uh, it was going to be difficult to, to pay the bills. There wasn't much room for advancement or, or to make any more money. And guys were retiring, at making, you know, less than $40,000 a year after 25 years of service. And so, you know, I found that, okay, you know, I've got to find something else to supplement income and in came real estate. And, and so um, I started doing lots of research quickly purchased a couple triplexes in Kentucky and a little town we lived in and, and, and actually had raised some money for that and had no idea what I was doing. I, I really, have, I look back and I think, what in the world was the bank thinking? Why did they <laughs> allow us to do that? But but it was a great learning experience. And uh, thankfully, we didn't lose any money. But, uh, you know, the investor made everything he was promised. But, uh, um, you know, we learned a lot and it helped us uh, just kind of get the bug for real estate and, and uh and then later on, purchased a 15 unit and, and just f- found out that I'd really wanted to scale this and wanted to grow this business. And, and, uh, and so I started learning about the syndication business and what that entailed and meeting people, networking. And I mean, that's a, that's a satellite image view of the whole process. But, uh, uh, but then, you know, learned about starting a thought leadership platform. And that's why, you know, started obviously the podcast and, and just helping to network and provide content and value to everybody in the syndication business. And so uh, now I'm, you know, focusing on uh, raising capital and, and uh, partnering with, with uh, uh, guys in the business who have, you know, the best track records that, uh, that have the deals. So fast forward to today, you're, if I understand, focused on multifamily. Uh, tell us a bit, little bit about your current project. Yes. So we, we closed on a deal about a week and a half ago in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Holton City. It was a uh, 398 unit. It's a value add B, it's a B minus property B to B plus uh, and or hopefully will be B plus to A minus time we're done. But we're, uh, you know, plan is to renovate every unit. And uh, there's about an average of $320 loss to lease per uh, per unit uh, compared to the other properties around. And so, um, you know, the we tried to be very conservative and, and projecting just a hundred and fifty dollar increase and and but anyway it was a um, the largest you know largest property I've ever been a, a part of and and uh, it's been um, it's been a great learning experience and and like I said the focus uh, was finding that team uh, that had the 
had the boots on the ground and, you know, much better knowledge uh, and experience than I have, uh, but especially of the market, current mar- that specific market and those properties in that area. Um, and so that's, that's how I got into this deal was finding somebody that, uh, that I trusted and, uh, you know, and, and obviously trusting their background and their experience and then learning about the deal myself and, and, uh, presenting it to the investors that I've built relationships with, you know, over the last year or so. Well, so for the people who don't know where Haltom city is, it's in the Northeast quadrant of Fort Worth, kind of sandwiched between Dallas Fort Worth airport and Fort Worth itself. What else is going on in that particular area? I mean, it's an area that I think is a bit up and coming. Um, I haven't been there in a little while, but the last time I drove through there, it was a little bit of an up and coming area. Tell us a bit more about the property and why this particular project made sense. So, you know, with my my business specifically, I, you know, I'm focused on the raising on raising capital. So initially, it was the team more so than even the property. Um, but you know, the, the team. This is you know, there are more than four thousand units in this market in the Dallas Fort Worth market, and uh, you know, it's like their twentieth acquisition there, and and just great performance, great track record. So, you know, I trusted that. I knew that you know that that they were very prepared and, uh, to, you know, just to operate this deal just like they had others. And, uh, but you know, Dallas Fort Worth, I mean, expected, uh, uh, you know, rent growth expected to be 5.9% in 2018. I mean, it's, it's uh, expected to outperform, uh, you know, I mean, other parts of Dallas in some, in some areas or in some ways. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just massive growth there. I mean, I was just really impressed and I can't remember all the details of Dallas Fort Worth, but, uh, um, I, I was very impressed with the market there and, and just the, um, this specific sub market also and the way it laid out in Dallas, Fort Worth and, um, compared to even Dallas. And, um, I just think it's going to be a great investment long-term and for my investors. And if I understand correctly, this was a relatively new property of surprise to hear that it was a value add on a, on a complex that was so new. Uh, what, what happened there? So the the property hadn't been updated. It was a 2001 build. It did have a roof a couple of years ago, but that was that's really the only uh, you know thing that's been done to it. Um, and so you know, as far as if you walk into property surrounding there, and then you walk into this property, it's it's obvious that it's it's behind. Um, you know, as far as the other surrounding properties, like I think I've mentioned, you know, an average of three hundred twenty dollar loss to lease, uh, or, you know, on average or per unit, and and so. It was uh, just no uh, no remodeling, you know. I mean, just still the same original everything, um, and so you know, you know, really quickly they're going to, you know, we're going to do major major remodeling, major upgrades, and, and to to improve the property and exterior painting and and just to um, bring more life to the property and bring it up to the scale of the surrounding properties. And one of the criticisms I hear about today's marketplace is there just are no deals. It's impossible to find deals. Uh, they're too expensive. Uh, they always show up as an auction and there's 20 offers on every property. How were you able to get this tied up and get it tied up at a reasonable price? So that again was the team. Uh, it was a, it was their experience, their track record. And, and, uh, you know, I'm not taking credit for, for being able to land the deal initially or find it. Cause it was really their track record. And, and, you know, the way that, that I benefited from that was just knowing them and, and, uh, and obviously my, my, uh, thing that I brought to the deal was the capital. And so that was how I, how I got into the deal. Uh, but the, you know, this team was, was the one that has a track record. They knew the sellers, they knew, you know, very good broker relationships there. And, uh, you know, 
it, it's so competitive in Dallas and Fort Worth that, uh, um, you know, I, I'm not planning to go there, not right now anyway, you know, and start finding properties. Um, and, and why when there's already, you know, this team in place that has those relationships established and, and boots on the ground. You know, one of the things we talk about often on the on the podcast is that this business, like any business, is a team sport. You know, real estate and real estate investing is a team sport. And so, you know, it's great to hear you just validate that over and over again. You can't be an expert at everything. You've got to be the one, stay in your lane and focus the one thing that you're good at and then rely on the other folks that are great at what they do. Talk about maybe a little bit of makeup of the team, some of the skills that are around you that make make this whole venture successful. So the team specifically, I mean, initially there's uh, numerous people who are on the money raising side because this is a large deal. It was a you know twenty one and a half million dollar equity raise, and uh, but you know boots on the ground, you know, is really this. You know the the management company has worked with with this team and you know many many times you know like I think on eighteen different deals now at least uh, approximately and and so they just you know this is they've done this so many times together they have worked on you know they've worked together many times and uh, it is I mean it's just a well oiled machine almost now um, but. But, you know, as far as, uh, the, you know, they're set up well as far as somebody that's focused on asset management, focused in the market, focused on, um, you know, finding the properties and those relationships. And while there's others that are focused on the capital raising side and then, um, you know, I mean, that's that, like you said, I mean, it's, it's just a, you know, everybody knows their role. Everybody knows, you know, their, uh, the role they're playing. And so we can be specifically focused on that and, and do it a lot, do a lot better job at it, I believe. That's awesome. If folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Lifebridgecapital.com, uh, or you can reach me at Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, at lifebridgecapital.com, or obviously you can uh, you can find our podcast, The Real Estate Syndication Show. Uh, it's a, a daily show where I'm interviewing experts just like Victor in the in the syndication business and asking them how they operate, how they grow, how, how they what they do every day to get to the success that they've had. Well, you and I are part of a rare breed in that there are very few people having a daily show. Uh, what gave you the impetus to put in, put up a daily show? Why not? You know, just wanted to provide as much content as possible. And, you know, that that gives me seven more, I mean, seven shows a week compared to, you know, the everybody else that's just doing one. So I just wanted, wanted to do as many as I could and, and, uh, uh, go big or go home. I love that. Well, Whitney, great to catch up with you. I can't wait till, till we meet again at the next event. Uh, in the meantime, for the listeners at home, reach out to Whitney at lightbridgecapital.com and check out the real estate syndication show. In the meantime, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.